Are you on a forklift? Yeah, I am. Saluda tutti. Buongiorno Bianconeri, welcome back to the channel and uh, yeah, what a game to cover. European nights, those European nights continue. 1-1 one, one draw between Juve and Nance. Anthony, stop. Shut up. Draw. Stop. Shut up. <laughs> so as you can see, we got a full panel. We got Lucci, we got Luca, and we got Anthony and we're going to tackle this one group, go through all the highlights and of course, no shortage of things to discuss and again another tight game for juve ends with some oh, more it. controversy so since we added the uh, arbitro nick to the fold all of a sudden now it's just a controversy over and over and i know what you're gonna say and it's bullshit so we're gonna get to that call on the, no, he's on cool. the whoa, whoa, whoa you don't he's, know anything i can see the face you're making and no. i already know and we're gonna get into it big time on that pk call i can already feel it Okay, I'm on edge today, and I'm telling you, okay, not feeling 100, and I'm ready to snap. I'm so sick and tired of this team and this Europe Look shit. At Lucci, just but we're gonna get it. to it. We're gonna cover it all. Housekeeping out of the way. If you're listening to this on your audio outlets, get over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, right? Everybody that's in here right now, like the video. Let's go. Let's see what everybody's uh, feeling in the chat there. Jeremiah, hey guys, Nats is piss poor, and we still Correct. can't beat them. We are the only top club in Europe. That does not have a defined system or style of play. This is due Top to Max club. and his coaching. Shambolic. Great start to the show here. Uh, I love it, but I don't necessarily disagree. So, Bob Yogasal, ciao, AJC. Thank you, ciao, guys from Vincenzo. Ciao, Juventini of the world from Apex. Michael Razo said, ciao, AJC and Juventini. This tie feels like a loss. We played well throughout the match. Throughout the match. We're going to get to that. And couldn't capitalize. We need to be better. The ref also goofed the match between no yells and no pen. We're going to hear what referee Nick has to say. Mm. Shame on us. This is the message I feel because it always comes down to mm. us. But mm -hmm. it doesn't make what went down right. So, everybody, mm. let's get in here. Ramos coming in here. Penalty 100%. We're going to get to it. Guys, real quick, we're going to start off with the lineup. So we actually were surprised at what we mm -hmm. ended up getting because just when you think you got Max figured out, 4-3-3 because we got uh, DeShilio on one side, Sandro on the other, uh, Danilo Bremer. You got your three midfielders, Bajoli, Paredes, Rabio, and then, of course, the Trident up top. I was surprised. I would have expected uh, a 3-5-2. People were saying this was a 3-5-2 and played out as a 3-5-2. Uh, don't think so. Definitely not in the first half. You could clearly see um, the shape. Some were saying, oh, it's a 4-2-3-1. Way too much interchange in the midfield. But besides that, um, guys, what do you think about that lineup? I was surprised, and I thought ballsy of Max to do it without ever trying it before. But uh, my concern would have been Sandro, and I thought he did okay. So what do you guys think on that lineup? Uh, I was surprised at the beginning, to be honest. Um, but... No really surprises in the actual eleven that started. The names that were that were there were pretty much a given. But the way we lined up was definitely something I was not expecting. Again, uh, people are mad. Paredes started. What do we expect? Loca's going to play fifty. You know, start fifty games. Like it yeah. is what it is. We're going to have to get <laughs> some kind of some kind of shift in there. So I, we started well. We started well. The lineup was fine. Then it just kind of drifted away from that can i just yeah. jump in with the baseball tee 
I have one of those. Those some bitches are nice. They are sweet. They the are base, very, very uh, sweet. Striped hearts, a pair of baseball tees. Beautiful. Yeah. It's better Anyways. when you get it uh, that's not a schmedium like Lucci put on there so that he looks bigger. <laughs> but uh, still nice nonetheless. He's making up words now. Uh, Luca on the lineups. Uh, um Honestly, uh, I think Lou uh, Lou kind of went after me there in, in our personal chat saying, oh, I told you the 4-3-3 was coming. I think we've all been shouting for it on on the pod, except maybe Anthony. Uh, but I just didn't expect it to come first time in a European night like this. So it's a pleasant surprise. I still think uh, Paredes should have been way back in Paris still. Uh, but besides that, I mean, hey, Max went for it. In terms of that selection, you, you, you I couldn't be mad. Like, we wanted it, we got it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and no issues with based on who was available. Roll yeah. it out. Yep, yeah, yep. And that's pretty much sums it up, guys. Let's get to the highlights here. We got to talk about this, and then we'll talk about first half, second half approach, and everything again. Uh-huh. Um, we've got shouts in the chat of that was three five two. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but again, I saw it as a four three three, and Di Maria just essentially having complete freedom. Um, but he has hair. Hold on. Two <laughs> is Canadian Max Alegre Omar coming in with the bomb. I love it. the most like Max. So he did. We get we get this thing started. Second minute, in, Di Maria finds himself uh, just outside the area to the right side. Takes a rip, um, <clears> rather <throat> close to uh, Lafont there, but uh, still parries of the way. Promising start, anyways. Good ball movement, good tempo. Twelfth uh, minute, man. Here's Di Maria dropping down again. Uh, as he gets that complete freedom roll. Fajoli was often running beyond him just to keep those defenders um, honest, pushing them back so that Di Maria could come down low and then operate. This He puts this thing on a friggin' dime. Beautiful ball in. Chiesa, well on side, runs onto it, heads it to Vlaovic. There you go, 1-0 up. Perfect start. We're rolling. We're rolling. Keep it rolling. Beautiful goal. One of the nicest goals this year. Mm-hmm. Easily, yeah, easily one of the nicest goals this year, and Land that's what we need these back. guys to do keep it going, keep it going. Great start. 27th awesome. minute, Di Maria maybe could have carried it forward, waited for some more options. He decides to have a rip from well out. He does force a stop from uh, Lafont, mm-hmm. rebounds it. Um, but beyond uh, Vlaovic's reach, he has to go out and battle for it out the side, but still good stuff from us. 30th minute. A nice ball in from Sandro trying to find Blaovic, and Giroto actually tries to clear this and uh, almost gets it wrong to the point where it goes over Lafont, but he is able to parry that away. Um, 45th minute, we kind of stop there with uh, Paredes' free kick that he tries to whip in towards goal very hard, and Lafont just parries that away, and we kind of end there at the half. I thought it was a good half, but if I'm being honest, a little bit too, f- like, too far between opportunities and we still allowed Nance to relieve themselves of pressure a little too easy in my opinion but those are my only two criticisms of otherwise what I thought was a pretty strong half from Juve um what were you guys takes on the first half Luca oh um honestly it was one of the most impressive halves I've seen in some time and I feel like I've been saying that in the last three games quite a lot uh, the movement was good. We held the ball well. I actually liked seeing Di Maria come more central. He was creating a lot more than, let's say, any other of our mids. Um, what I didn't like, and this is where maybe Al, some of the people in the chat are going to say it wasn't a 4-3-3. I saw Chiesa way too far back defensively when we didn't have the ball. 
which Max likes to do. He likes having a majority of players behind the ball when we are defending. But first half was good. I think we should at least gotten a second because I definitely saw it starting to slow down in the last five minutes. I saw I saw the other team starting to <clears throat> you know take advantage of the mistakes we were making and not being certain going forward. It didn't amount to anything, which is good. Defensively, it looked uh, fine, but uh, I did I did put out at halftime saying if we don't score a second before the next, let's say, 10 minutes, subs have to come in right away because it, it was starting to look like these guys were starting to... The other team was starting to understand what we were doing. That's yeah. what I felt by the end of the half. In terms of Chiesa, yeah, he came back, but I think that was more when Sandra... Because Sandra was all over the place. He was going centrally yeah. quite a bit, and we had a lot of interchange in the mids. But when he had to drop <clears throat> back to pick up that ball, I saw Chiesa do it. But defensively, he definitely wasn't set up like your typical Costage is no, usually I'll, playing I'll that, that side. Chiesa yeah. was very much forward. And there was a lot of sequences where Vlaovic would drop back, play the ball back to one of our uh, defenders or midfielders, whoever fed him that, and Chiesa would make that run beyond him. We just, unfortunately, never latched onto that play and hit Chiesa over the top. But, uh, yeah, it, it was there. Definitely was there. Just It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Maybe a mix between the two. Ant, your thoughts on that first half? Uh, got the job done. You want to go into the half up by more than a goal, you know? Want to, want to be up leading. That's it. And we did that. Nantes did not threaten at all. <clears throat> they were not threatening in the least. That's they stink. Let's not, let's okay, not hold uh, on, hold beat on. around the bush here. At halftime, they stunk. No, they, they stink. Well, I was, I was shocked at how bad that team if is. We can't beat them. If, we, if they stink, we suck. But what did, I, what did we get into a big argument a few shows ago about mm -hmm. it? Because I said, mm -hmm. we fell into that trap. And, you He's know, you, time, you give up the numbers about, oh, we haven't tied, we haven't drawn, all this crap. It only takes one. Whether mm -hmm. a team is uh, being oh, we'll uh, get to that. toothless or not, it only takes one. So let's get to the time. second half. This is half we'll time. get to okay. it. Oh. So second half. 57th minute, we were getting a shout for a potential second yellow on Castelletto. Okay. So this was the challenge on Vlaovic as he's running at the defense there and he slides in there and mm. there was a lot of shouts for a second yellow. Arbitro Nick, referee Nick, is willing to weigh in on this one and he says Vlaovic was making a run with the ball in the final attacking third. He was then fouled from behind by Castelletto based on the tackle and the yellow cards that were shown in the game. It is supportable for the referee to refrain from showing a yellow card to Castelletto for a reckless challenge. He continues, an argument can be made that Castelletto stopped a promising attack. The yeah. same considerations are <clears throat> open space for the attacker. That's something they consider. In this case, was not much. Um, options to pass the ball. He definitely had one, potentially two. And then the location of the defenders. Those are the three things they consider in that scenario. Now, Vlaovic seemed to be closed down and surrounded by three defenders because he didn't have much space to work with. And there were more defenders than attackers. Giving the player a second yellow card for stopping a promising attack would have been a bit harsh. So the decision to not send up Castelletto there is actually supportable. That's from uh, referee Nick. Hey, take it or leave it, everybody. But uh, I will I agree admit, watching it live on yeah. the feed there, I was like, that's uh, got to be a yellow. And um, 
yeah, I don't know. It was, Watching it a second time after the emotions out of the game. I want to. I want to know. Oh, this was like the play right after Bremer basically manhandled their striker, and that's right. I'm surprised he didn't get a yellow for that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just Correct. say it straight. To me, that's yeah. that and was all just that kind of ties in with what he's saying based yeah. on what else was going on in the game and the other card shown. So mm-hmm. yeah, and then there, the striker go. got a yellow. Fifty ninth minute. Yeah. He lost a couple though, minutes why. after this. <laughs> An absolute calamity of errors. This was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Okay. Fajoli, love the kid. Easy option to his right. Um, mm-hmm. Carries it into some trouble because there's no clear options to that side. Goes to his left, tries to play a pass to Paredes. It's cut out. Paredes is unable to run next to an opponent, and he always wants to slide challenge. He takes oh. that chance rather than just... Catch up to the guy, slow him down, run him down. Just take Pull the shirt. foul, man. Yeah, yes, just stop it. Just people, shut like, it down. You're so high up. Anyways, that was annoying. He doesn't yeah. okay, and the play continues. Now you have three defenders. You have Sandro Bremer and Danilo back there. Whoa, whoa, Sandro is frozen because time he's out. watching was, the ball carrier come up. Was there a foul on Chiesa? Uh, uh, I don't I mean, know. I don't know. Okay. I, I think it was soft. It should not have been Some a foul. People no. mentioned that. But yeah, was like there was a little shove push. in the yeah. area there, but that's he that's was too crying. Soft. But too let's soft. be honest. On we go. Sorry. Yeah. On we go. Yeah. Um. So now Sandro is watching the ball carrier moving forward. Danilo is following the run beyond Sandro. Sandro the pass goes nowhere. to that player. Danilo hmm. allows too much space. Even there would have been a potential to take a foul, just to slow things up. He does not. That player's allowed to turn and just make that touch pass. And Bremer hits the only banana peel on the pitch. He slips up. And that gives Blast the opportunity to get beyond. And he finishes. And it's 1-1. That was a calamity of errors. And I will say this. Great counter, The people that are... I, I didn't share this frustration with a lot of fans. And that was that we shut off in this game. I don't think we shut off in this game. And the only time we got stung was the time that we were all pressed forward because we made piss poor decisions mm-hmm. and it happened all over and they hit us on one counter, but I don't think we necessarily shut off. I think our issue is execution and this team still does not know how to generate enough chances. Those two main <clears> issues. <throat> and the third, the third is that we suck at sustaining pressure when teams are hurting when we do come at them with a good chance it's way too easy that we just let them relieve the pressure themselves rather than continuing to go after but then again the one time we do try to pin them and try to go at them you've got seven shit decisions in a row and it's in the back of your net what, what are I, we I would talking put a about in there. here I'd put i don't a fourth in there our, you know, our passing was it was brutal. All and game. Yesterday. All in, game. The first half it was good. Was first half it was okay. But okay, second half? Second half passing. It was yeah. everything when the second half just fell off. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. The passing was not I good. do want to note on that goal, and this to me is where like I, I, I went and rewatched it. It just drives me nuts. There is a, like a, a mile gap between the top of the box where like eight of our players are and our three defenders in the back. Why are they not high pressing? If there's one striker alone back there, leave one guy. The rest of you should cover that empty space. Because once that counter comes, the guy had time to place it on a platter. And okay, yeah, we have a guy who slips. But I mean, he should not be able to get to that. Fajoli and Paredes are way too high up. 
with too much space behind them. Like they shouldn't even cross time. That was just terrible. I know, but still, as the as I'm the professional defenders, every time, guys, every time he's coming at me, I'm taking him out. Simple every time. But it's so <sighs> it's so unorganized because if you look, when Fajoli's makes that turn, when Fajoli makes that turn, and he's facing our left side of the pitch, right? Everybody is in the area. Everybody's mm-hmm. in the Everybody. area based on the, the sequence last leading up to that. Yeah. So. Again, I say you've got an easy option to the right. That mm-hmm. player can have a cross in as you've got the box loaded. Yes, to turn bro. in there, you have no options. You're turning and then you're facing there. You have no options. But he did it all game. He did a good job of twisting and turning, <laughs> buying himself time. I can't for the life of me understand why he thought at that moment, I'm gonna pass it to Paredes, who's absolutely got no shot with this guy sucks. all over him. It, it blows me away, and that's just one of like twenty yeah. pay, to thirty passes on the kid. Where yeah, we were brutal. No, it's a mistake, but he's going to can get a weighted pass to save his life in that game yesterday. Okay, <laughs> Locatelli made errors on passes forward. Quadrado, yeah. when he came oh, in, had Quadrado. Blunder. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's all over the that. place. Like these guys cannot hit a weighted pass to save their life. Dusan missed like four. And again, we crumble point. in the final third. Anyways, one-one, yeah. they tied on this. We move on. Sixty-first minute. Okay, this is two minutes later. Um, we flip the flip the side of play. Fajoli, I think, pops it up. Sandro heads it on into Rabio's path. Rabio does a great job. Okay, he chests this thing down, turns two men, and slips it forward for Vlaovic. Vlaovic. He's doing good. He just waits long enough so that that defender can kind of just be frozen, then puts it in Chiesa's path. There were shouts why he didn't feed it across to Di Maria, who was running down. But if you watch that play, okay, for anybody who might have thought, why didn't he play that over there? At the moment that defender was coming in, that lane wasn't even there to hit Di Maria. The only time he would have had the option to try and make that pass, it would have been far too late. So he had to make a decision before that. I think that was he fun. would have missed Chiesa if he waited any longer. He I gave it to fun. Chiesa, and let's be honest. That's still okay. Whether he picks Di Maria or he picks Chiesa, Vlaovic just has to hit one of those two, and that's mm-hmm. got to go in the back of the net. Exactly. Unfortunately, hey, it's Juve and it's Europe, so you get crossbar post and out, and right back into the keeper's hands, might I add. Uh, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um I saw shouts of why didn't Di Maria sell out when that thing, dude, that thing was bouncing around. It had so much heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't he think anybody could thing. read that trajectory oh, off the crossbar post. And <clears throat> it, it's just unfortunate. Anyways, the goalkeeper got hands to that, right? Incredible. Incredible. I think it took a defense, a deflection. Defa- off the defender yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, as yeah. he stretched out and then it mm-hmm. went beyond. Because he had it on net shot. wise. Gotta go in. Gotta go in. 65th minute, okay, four minutes later, and you have almost an Olympico from Di Maria on the corner kick, and that hits the bar, Man. comes out. Um, again, we're sticking to that as a crossbar, but that's a low, low percentage uh, opportunity is what it is. 71st minute, Murasami for Nance gets an opportunity from range, and he actually doesn't miss by much. Uh, Chesney looked a little nervous about that one, goes wide. 90th minute. For the life of me, Danilo, you've got to hit the target with that opportunity. I know it's difficult. I know it's coming over your head and you're trying to turn onto it. Tough execution. You got to maybe take a little heat off that and you just got to make sure you hit some type of goal. Um, But it's hard because you're asking a defender 
to try and so know much. exactly where that target is because the play would have been to try and put it towards your teammates also back post that way if it goes in or if the goalie does get a tip to it it goes towards your players but that's a tough ask of a defender mm-hmm. 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 i'll say it's off it. nonetheless though everybody yeah if it's any defender i i'm glad it's danilo but it is still like really tough to nail that and he did get good contact it just yeah so sandra would have scored it Shut up. I don't want to broke his hip. Now, <laughs> 90th plus five. This is the moment, obviously. Quadrado beats his man, bombs this thing to the back post, and Bremer and Locatelli are both up there. And Bremer, originally, it looks like it just goes wide. Locatelli picks up a water bottle, spikes it. He's choked. He's got a good angle so on it. He's mad. losing it. Bremer's telling him, chill out. And I honestly... You can't fault a guy for going at Bremer's got a good nope. line on it too. Of course, yeah. they're both gonna go, and that but, happens but all the time. Mm-hmm. Happens and all Bremer the time. was about this much higher than Locatelli on that. Yeah, one, but so. that extra foot back, the ball would have been lower. I think it's the angle Loka had though, based on the trajectory. Yeah. Like he's coming they right at it put towards it goal. Bremer's coming straight. Still, nonetheless, I'm not gonna fault Bremer for whatsoever. And because Locatelli, miss, I'm sure, would have calmed down after the fact. But the handball, so handball, so. Here comes Arbitro Nick because clear handball, of course, but they called the push on Bremer, and this is where mm-hmm. it gets interesting. Okay, so go. obviously mm-hmm. Arbitro Nick, he's coming in here saying, breaking this down two pieces. Handball, 100% handball, because anytime your arm is above the shoulder, it is automatic handball, and that's it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The decision to call a foul on Bremer, this is where it gets interesting because Uh-oh. he says, in theory, it could be deemed correct. Mm-hmm. He says you do see Bremer's hands go on the defender's back or shoulders. Mm-hmm. However, it isn't really clear or obvious whether or not he committed a holding offense or a pushing offense. Mm-hmm. A lot of refereeing is making the call that is expected and within the spirit of the game. And this in itself is also very subjective too. So comparing both isolated incidents that happen almost simultaneously, you have a clear and you clear cut handball with no room for debate, but then you have a call that is not clear and obvious that is overruling this key match incident. So what ends up happening is that when you look at the play from all angles, the hold was not clear from Bremer and to Nick, the defender had plenty of room to jump. Bremer simply made incidental contact mm. as a result of jumping higher and hitting him, beating him to the point of contact. I think everyone, including our opponents, were in shock from this call. Okay. Usually to overturn a call, you need to prove the call was clear and obvious error and make sure there is no other compelling evidence against the potential decision. I could maybe understand that the referee felt since there was a potential foul he could not give a penalty kick to overturn it because he wasn't 100% sure. But in Nick's words there, he would have called it. And in the spirit of the game, the expected call would be a PK. Nine times out of ten, uh, Nick agrees with Del Piero's words there. Nine and a half, nine times out of ten, that is a PK. We're now going to get <clears throat> our thoughts on that. And how we feel Lucci's about that ready. one. Ant, why don't you start us off on this? I was going to get – you want me – okay, so when I first saw it, I was like, that to me, that was the right call. 
no PK when I first saw it. And, you know, our group chat exploded, like, you know, the, the, the obvious names that happened. Luca was leading that way. Yeah. Looking at it again at the same angles that the ref looked at it, and I, I was always a big proponent of looking at a play. You have to look at it at game speed. And we look at a game speed. It's a bang, bang play. And I agree with what Nick said there after looking at it again. He just, Bremer just beat him to the point. He just, he just beat him there. Hmm. So that's the advantage to the striker in this point. But it's a, yeah, it's a bad call, man. Yeah. At first I was like, no, but then when you look at it, it's like, oh man, yeah, that is such a bad call that. It's it's I can see why a lot of people are frustrated, but not surprised. Lucci, I mean, add on a PK. How is that not a PK? The thing is, as soon as the commentators, when I was watching, said, "Look at the push," I knew they weren't going to call it. I wasn't (laughs) surprised at all. Idiot, just knew it was coming. And and to Ant's point, I understand. Like at first view, you see, okay, you maybe see a push, but how can you tell how much? force bremer has on the defender to stop him from jumping his hands up here anyways it has no like that has nothing to do with bremer being on the guy jumping above him the interesting thing when you look at this is there was the two angles right so you have the one that's on the goal line hold on and then you have the other side so the other side is probably the one that had him making Mm -hmm. his mind up because you do see the arm go down but it's also while that player starts to drop who might I add, is beaten to the point of contact. Like by two players. Clear, by two. clear cut. Clear beaten. as day. And to me, number one, you're never going to jump up like this. Okay? These guys yeah. are not penguins, all right? You're <laughs> going to get your goddamn arms up naturally. So naturally, his arms go there. Just the fact that his hands are on his shoulders does not make this thing a call. And this is what's argued with me on Twitter yesterday is that show me a header because my argument is if you're going to call that we might as well take corners and set yep. pieces out of the game completely right because up. that is a natural jostle at the end of the day if a player is beaten to the point of contact we can't be bailing them out with shit like this so i was uh basically argued with and said show me a header where a player's got two hands on another player i said well Number one, I've got family, I've got kids and stuff, so I'm not going to sit here and look at video, but sure, I'll take a look and I'll find you one. You know what? You don't have to look very hard to find them because they're out there. You look at just Syria highlights and watch these goals. Those hands naturally go there. Unless it is a clear-cut, okay, for me, it's got to be a clear-cut offense that you stop the defender from being able to actually get in there. That didn't stop him from getting there, okay? He had an awful angle. He was out of position. He looked like he was trying to back in and then go up. He was done. He was dead to rights. He was beaten to the point of contact. And if you look at some other goals, Ronaldo that was used as this is how you this is how you cleanly make a header. Bullshit because he's gone through the backs of players with his forearm like this mm-hmm. going through up into their necks, but he's beating them to the point of contact. So for me, that doesn't matter either. And those are worse than what we see Bremer do yesterday. This is a bullshit non-call. So I, you, you'll see those get called like on like a goal kick or clearance. Like when a defender jumps behind a striker, sometimes you'll get those calls at midfield. Mm. But to your point out, you never – ever see those in the box get called that way the only time i think i think what happened here is the ref the ref chickened out he didn't want to make a big decision that could affect the outcome of the game Mm -hmm. and he he took the easy way out 
he he's like i you know this game in his mind was a one one i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna get into conspiracies or anything or he was paid by uefa but all that shit all i'm gonna say is that he chickened out he didn't want to make a big call bremer gave him an out gave him a window rolls rolls reverse is that is that a penalty does he call it you mean if that's an if the teams were reversed if that no, was you, I, I just no, I think that, I, I think just think this guy was an idiot. Out. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think you it would have been, been. I think it would have been called. Do so you think sure. this is a Juve screw job? Hundred percent. It always is. Do you want to put the tinfoil hat on now? Sure. <laughs> it's in the there closet. somewhere. In the can I can I bring up two things? I love oh. it. I love it. Um, ahead, I wouldn't be up. surprised. I mean, look for me oh, again. Mind. You've got guys waiting, and it's not just like arbitro Nick here. Uh, Christine, uh, uncle there from uh, Paramount Plus, she said the same thing. Like, to me, I can't support that not being a handball. And again, for me, if you completely stop a defender from being able to defend that, like you're pushing him away, okay, and it's clear cut, not just resting your hands, getting up. I, I can't support that. I'm sorry. That is that is garbage. That is garbage. And if the roles were reser- reversed, I would expect us to suffer a pk against us if it was us on the flip side so okay. now now i have something to add out because now this is where my point is coming we've seen chiellini do this and i've seen as a defender i've seen this happen many times if you go back and look at the slow motion and you look at their defender the way he's jumping he's not jumping at a vertical he's falling backwards because he's late backwards. he's out of position and he falls with his arm up because he knows and i've seen chiellini do this you know you're not making that header. So you're doing whatever it takes to get to that ball and make it look like you got fouled. Yeah. I've seen Chiellini get called for it and I've seen him get fouled for it. And I also seen him get yellows for it because it looks terrible in slow motion. And now this is what, get, that's the deciding factor for me. In, in real time, Anthony said it, it didn't look, it might've looked like a foul, but none of us were saying, oh, that's a clear foul. No, we had to see it in slow-mo. But then if you're going to yeah. go look at it slow-mo, look at everybody's positions. The most frustrating beating. part about this is that it's the 13th place team in fucking Liga, and we are talking about yeah, this PK. Hundred percent. We should have been because up three nothing at the, the end of the half. day, wrong call or not, we gotta get we the think, goddamn yeah, job I mean, done at mm-hmm. home to Nance. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are we? What are we even talking about? What are we talking about? Well, look. If we're gonna just keep getting everything called against us, then I mean, might as well not just be playing in Europe. It's every season. There's something. I feel like every season we're in Europe. There's one blatantly bad now, call. Luca but this game, this to. game was set up for a three nil victory. Okay, I don't want anyone mm-hmm. talking about lineup, talking about setups, talking about anything like Nance did nothing, nothing, Zero. and the only reason one. they found they that goal, goal was I mean, our mm-hmm. own our own blunders okay mm-hmm. what did i say going into this what was my last exact words in the Easy match day live i said today is juve against juve not mm-hmm. juve against nance because we are our own worst enemy and that's exactly what that game played out like this team continues to not know how to find goals and it's killing us it's killing us it is killing us it's Juve against Juve. We and now like Europe is becoming this big thing where now it's not even Champions League. Now all of a sudden it's like Europa League, and we're afraid of Nance for Christ's sake. Like everybody's on Max. Everybody is on Max. And we'll get to Max and whatnot. But for me, the players, the players, they have got to step it up. 
How many times, like, I'm sorry, but Max doesn't go out there and yeah, isn't the right. one laying a weighted pass, guys. Mm-hmm. There's Dushan's Vlaovic, his second half was be able to? awful, okay? Dushan Vlaovic's second half from a, from a point of view of trying to hold the ball, carry the ball, Terrible. like, his decision-making was poor. His passing was poor almost all game. He Four barely turnovers. hits Chiesa on that three-on-two, for Christ's mm-hmm. sake, where he hits a post there. Um, it's like, what, what are we doing here? My only, and this, I'll, I'll say this, I said this before, my only judgment of Max was waiting on that sub. Like, Duzan was out of it for the, for the whole yeah. second half. So, I mean, look, I don't think it would have changed the game if Keane came in, but that's the only place where we could look at Max and say, okay, maybe do this earlier. Because I said it, those subs should have came a little bit earlier, and it was right on that second goal, right after he put them on. Yeah, so, Keane comes in and does absolutely nothing. It's, else, so it, it really it's doesn't not necessarily happen. just the Keane. It's the timing of those subs. Like, if you would have brought in Loka uh, early, like, like a minute earlier, I think that goal doesn't happen. But Loka came again, in right after they scored. Guys. Because he knew he was too late. If That's we're going to criticize Max, it's... That's it could maybe criticism. be for the fact that uh, there's no organization in the attack. Yes, but as far as execution that. goes, it was piss poor. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was piss poor. We're missing passes. These guys need to. These guys need to mm-hmm. make. And yeah. I will say this without naming names: there was a couple opportunities where if we could have actually got stuck in and dug in deep there in the area, we might have drawn a couple PKs. And we chose to hold up. And, oh, just kind of, oh, do one of these and, oh, in the area. No, get stuck the fuck in. This is a Europa League first time you're playing at home. I'm not going to name names on the players because people might see it as some type of targeting. But to be honest, it's a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. This team is weak mentally, Mm -hmm. and I don't Mm -hmm. see them coming out of it. They need a whole shakeup, to be honest. I'm, I'm just, I'm calling it as it is. We can pick on Max all day, all night, whatever. But when Di Maria leaves the pitch for this team, they have no clue what to do. Sad. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I got into it with somebody on Twitter. I guess if we want to get onto the Max topic now, a lot of people saying, "Oh, this was here we you go. Know, this was we tied, guys. You know, this is Max. You know, this happens all the time. We haven't given up a one nothing lead since September. So that's just the fact of the matter." It's not on Max. Max doesn't Max doesn't it, hang on. Max doesn't give up leads. He doesn't. Now we do sit back. I, I'm not I'm gonna okay. We sit back, we you know, defend. I get it. <clears throat> this was not the same as going up one nothing in other games and defending. That's true. Mm-hmm. I will this agree with not, that. I didn't feel that. Did, Everybody yeah, was saying, Oh, we dropped off after no, we didn't. We I, just we just I will, we I will concede the point that we've gone up one nothing before and we've gone into a defensive shell. I concede that, but one point is we don't give up one nothing leads very often. September two, this was not the same as another game where we've gone up one nothing against you know whoever Salerno Town or whoever you want to put in there, and we sat back. This game is for me a hundred percent on the players, a hundred percent. Yes, ninety percent. I agree. Because <laughs> it can't be. No, completely. there's no excuse. Like that team across the pitch, we could have had. We could have had easily two you, to three. You want to know where like. This this is a player on Max thing, and this is why I'm not giving. You we all saw like the nine year old center back with the tape on his leg, right? We all saw. Look like me. It looked older. Like older. This guy. Yeah. We waited until the 80th minute to put Chiesa on him, 
Like, if that's me playing a Sunday league with my friends and I see this guy strapped up like he's ready for war, I'm putting the fastest young guy on him because there's no way he's stopping them. So where's the strategy? Like, why does no one think, oh, he looks slow. Let me put our fastest... I mean, did you see him elbow MDS in the... Adam's it's apple? Ma- it's Mattia. Who cares? Yeah, like that uh, that shit hurts, anyways. man. Well, like, you know, am I a big dick? I, I feel like I'm talking sense. I feel like what I just said makes sense. I'm with uh, you on this one, Ant. I never take your side for the max debate, but this one, we're all, I think we're all in the I, I definitely do not feel like this game was the standard where we just completely drop off. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, we had sequences that were there. We had opportunities that were there, and these guys didn't execute they didn't execute and to be honest like i said there was so many instances and when i watched this game back and watched it over i was disgusted at how many times we just backed off challenges and a few in and around the area when we needed to get tough put your head down give your fucking nuts a squeeze and get in there and take a hit take a foul maybe take some studs we choose to oh Hop back and do one of these that and let them release yeah, the pressure. Not good look. That was not a good look. Yeah. There was one. If I want to criticize Max on one thing, mm-hmm. it's the Sule sub. Oh, this guy never plays. Oh, fuck! Here we go. Here no, we go. Be, be realistic. This guy Who never are you plays. Put? But th- that's what I'm saying, Luca. Like, you, you, what do you expect this guy to this 19 year old to come in to do with 15 minutes left when we, he never plays? Put, How's he supposed to get into the game? I'm gonna stop you there. We put Illing against. Our last Champions League game for ten minutes, and he was a difference maker. Well, then so that put is, in Illing. Exactly, that's exactly it. Put in Illing. Then, like, I feel bad. My point being, I'm not blaming Sule. I just feel bad you're putting him in a really tough position at a young age to come in and make a big difference when the rest of the team around him is not performing. And like, he what came you... in for the guy who was the difference. Exactly. But what exactly. do you do? The guy who's making the difference is limping because he's nine years old. You can only do so much. Yeah, Di Maria was done, man. He was done after the sixty. He was uh, fizzled at but that. But the thing is, if you keep, if you want to keep that shape, you put Illing there on the left to play left wing and Chiesa down the right. If you want to keep Chiesa in, but Kostic comes in, he's playing more of a. Uh, what was he playing? Left wing, but like again, the formation changed a bit when he came on. What I, I didn't know. like he was how Chiesa had to be the one to make up for Di Maria leaving, and he yeah. started dropping centrally yes. when he needs to be the one pushing the line. And we need to try to find him up further ahead when he's got those one v one opportunities um, to take guys on. But th- again, like not that Fajoli played overly great yesterday, but he, you can notice the difference in the midfield when he came off when it came to ball, yeah. came to yeah, passing ball retention. And then, well, then you have Kostic somewhat playing in that similar position. It's just not the same. It's yeah. to the, be you honest, you don't have that guys, midfielder. Uh, this one, and sure, like I said. You can criticize Max, I think, for the terms of organization and how we still continue to not understand how we want to create as a unit. But the player's execution was piss poor in this one. Piss poor. Now, Max Allegri, is he hitting a boiling point? Because these interviews yesterday, he got pretty goddamn hot. And I haven't, I don't think I've seen Max uh, kind of lose himself in an interview like he did and he just finally had enough and um he's normally joking or he'll be like yeah. jovial in that he, he knows yeah, he didn't make a mistake this time i think that's why <laughs> For the i think first maybe time that's ever. why is maybe this time it's just what do you want because the team could have scored more goals and they continue to hit him with this one goal uv thing and sooner or later yeah 
I what? mean, he's going to flip. What do you want him to do? He's not going to go out there and score the goals. What I but, didn't like was his defense on that. He said, look at my stats. And I, someone brought it up on Twitter. His stats don't back him up at all. He hasn't had that. He's like, I've always had the best defense or the second or third best. I, no, you haven't had that since 2019. On his return, yeah, it has not been no. uh, so the that's, case there. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what these guys, and I don't know what Max. The rumors today are that uh, without Champions League, that he will definitely, definitely be evaluated. Gone. Gone. And you can't afford I don't know. to bring in more coaches, though, man. How much it money be, do we waste on coaches? So you're gonna keep paying him nine million to do nothing. Well, you're gonna pay him eighteen to to fire him. No, if he doesn't make Champions League, we don't have to. His contract is not the same. We've had this conversation. I think Mirko brought it up too. He has that. We uh, don't know. We don't know. Hold on. We don't know if there is a criteria that gets Juve out of the contract yes. just based on the European play. We still don't know that. That's speculation I thought by I everybody. They speculate mm. that down, Luca. if Europe is not Take in play, Champions League, that Juve could have an out on the contract. If Juve wanted to break the contract, also, it's not 18 million, it's apparently 60. Jesus. Okay, forget yes. that. You what can call me out. this thing? What but, lawyer uh, looks at this and says, this is a good idea? 60. I mean, Max's lawyer thought it was a great idea. His wife probably thought it was mil. a great now, idea. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Ex-wife. Again, I will stress this. Buckle up, everybody, and strap on those seatbelts because he ain't going anywhere until season's end. He's not. You don't have a sporting director. You don't have a management team. It makes zero sense. To make a coaching change maybe mm-hmm. just maybe you you guys want to bring montero up well mm-hmm. they can't stop goals from being scored to save their life at uh that uva next gen thing he's got yeah. them in the decent terms of standings of where they are whatnot but he's got them scoring at least jesus christ man but he does have them okay. scoring so yeah well, only one technically thing okay go ahead luca Sorry. quickly quickly yes. because mm-hmm. i think this this comes up to what we've discussed so many times in the past if it's not Max the problem, like yesterday wasn't, it's the quality of players. And I think it comes down to Juventus as a whole. There's a lot of guys that don't need to be there anymore. Like we got guys, like at least half that lineup starting yesterday are gone in the summer. So for me, it's the quality of player again, which is the core issue before Max ever even came in. So yeah, I and think that's, not that's con- that, that'll be a change come summer, hopefully. But I mean, damn. I mean, that's yeah. not getting addressed right now. And the coach isn't getting addressed no, right now. Even, even the players, how many players do you think we're, with all the things going on, how many players do you realistically think we're going to be able to bring in this summer? Two, three, maybe, max? Well, it's not even about bringing in, it's about taking back the guys that we have out there. But you there also already. need to replace the guys you're getting rid of, dude. We have enough You can't, to you do can't that. just expect 19, seven 19 year olds to come up and yeah. play. We have They're, at least four on loan that are not 17 to start with, but we should have enough. And whatever we, let's say, we're not broke. We still don't have enough options up top. That's that's a whole other story, but sure. Strikers broker. Buckle up, though. Buckle up. Late, look, we've been mismanaged for years. Yeah, years. We, mm-hmm. It doesn't get cleaned up like that. I can't, like, we just got to be patient oh, thanks, and man. ride this thing out because without... A management team without a sporting director like right now it would be max firing himself guys it's not yeah hard. and He'd something that you brought up and i didn't think of this i think it was lou who brought up that said oh any sporting director who comes in basically always essentially brings in their own manager yeah, right? so whatever the new sporting director is so in that sense 
there's a chance that Max will be gone this summer. If, if you you're know, a gambling man, which you are, you're putting money on him leaving. I am not. I'm because, not. I'm not because, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> all indication coming out now, like anyone, like the uh, Calvo was saying it, the players, everyone is behind Max. Now, it doesn't seem like it's mm. people just blowing smoke up a skirt to like kind of keep him pumped up. I mean, he's the one sort of keeping everyone together when this entire shitstorm is happening in the club. True. You can't deny that. He's the one who's sort of true. taking everything. Right? He has put the players out there to deal with the media. The offices, it, it's a why. lot. And I think he's but doing that a lot doesn't of good excuse the, the way they're playing on the field. Hey, it does not. You. It does not, but you and I don't make the decision on if he's going to be the I wish, manager. I next wish year. we did. No, but once the SD comes in, there's a good chance he will. So I yeah. You look at a you look, lot, you look of, at his a lot of how we play on the field though. It's also these guys. Yes. Those sure. guys need to man up, man. And they ultimately yeah, got you gotta more, beat your you gotta beat flappers on the your team. man on the pitch. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you gotta do your job and you've gotta beat the guy across from you. And I'm sorry, but more often than not, our guys do not. They do not. Christ. I there was a point where I saw Rabio and Sandro trying to create off the left side, and I almost had a brain aneurysm because it was just backwards. So I'm telling you this. As I said before, when it was earlier in the season and everybody had this faith, and we were hearing a lot of this from Max, that any team would struggle missing guys like Pogba, Chiesa, Di Maria, and whatnot. Okay? Wait for Pogba now. Well, worry, you've Pogba got be back next Di Maria, week. you've got Chiesa back, and there's still, a, still big, big signs that – they're not mixing up. This is my same thought process on a coaching change. Okay? And I'm not saying that everybody knows where I stand as far as a coaching change. Way back when, I thought there was an opportunity for us to pull the trigger this season. But again, money, finances, everything. That was before the investigations. Now with the investigations, no chance. Absolutely no chance. If he made it past that point in our first defeat to Monza, there's no way he's going anywhere now. We got to just come to terms with that but my thing is with the coaches that's not a guarantee it's not a guarantee and the reason i feel it's not a guarantee is because of looking at our roster these guys make sunday league fucking passes look challenging for fuck's sakes they have no confidence in the final third they are scared there was Five instances in um, yesterday's game where I expected our guys to run through and drill that friggin' ball and just try and get a hit up. And you know yeah. what they did? Passed they the panicked, twinkle-toed, and looked for somebody to pass the ball off to. Mm-hmm. Their first instinct should have been, I'm going to drill this friggin' thing. Right. Like any other team you watch that's looking for goals. Yeah, we play scared. Now, if you want to make an argument that that is a reflection of the coach, you can make that argument. But for me, these guys got to want it and they got to get after it. And if that's coach, if that's whatever, we are speculating that looking at it from the outside looking in. But I have a serious doubt that with this particular roster, somebody else could come in here and have us higher than second in Syria, second or third in Syria, and doing better than we did in Champions League, and maybe getting a win against uh, Nantes. I honestly, honestly do. I honestly, honestly do. And Ant, you're muted. We'd but- literally be in second place without the minus 15. 
Literally second place. Yeah, yes. I just I have a hard time believing that a man another manager with this roster all of a sudden has us top of Syria and qualified but, through the chat. I don't see it with the players we have and the constant same errors. You know I, what? I, I'm gonna disagree because yes, now in Syria where we'd be second. And I and I've always said this because Tony's the first one to yell, guys, we went eight straight wins in City. Yeah, we did. And we have the best defense in City. Yeah, but in Champions League, we had one win against Maccabi. Guys, Champions League, the group stages were absolutely shit poor. Yeah. And yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, maybe, you know, we've gotten better since. I'll give you that because our eight-game run was nice. But what happened in Champions League is inexcusable. And we were we were lucky to get Europa League just because we conceded less at home. I want people to remember that. That was absolutely piss poor. So for me, that's on Max, 100%. The, the guys sucked, but Max is very accountable for that too because My going into those games was... We, you can't excuse that. And now that we're here in Europa League, again, with proper... We only have maybe one or two major injuries. It's still the same. I'm not seeing it from Max. He's... His, in Europe, he ain't it. I don't... City, yeah, you could say what you want. Yes, second place. Europe, which we need, he's not doing it. That that the stats are right there. Like, I I, I don't know what else you could say to that. I I see what you're both saying, but to kind of add on to Lucas' point, like, where's the motivation coming from, Max? What like what happened in that second half, like that first half? The the like what did he say to these guys? Because they came out completely different sleeping, yeah. than they did in the first half. So like. Work, like is he motivating them properly? Maybe a different coach does something different. Maybe they're more fired up for the second half. Like my concern is obviously some of his his system is very flawed. We know that, but he just doesn't seem like the motivational type of coach which this young team and We're some of these need. players really need. Yeah, do they guys, really need it, guys? Yes, he's never been that raw, raw guy. Anymore. Guys, problem. You, it, I'm telling you. We lost this fucking game because we had a calamity of errors on one fucking opportunity for Nance to hit but us. But it's not Nance. just this one 100%. game, Al. It's not, it's, we're it's, not talking it's, about the one it's, game. Yeah. It's the whole season, last yeah. season too. We've seen them come out flat so many times in the second half. And it's obviously it's bitten us in the butt a handful of times, if not even more. So what is being said in that halftime? What is he doing? How sure, many times this but season? Listen, here's the th like, okay, I get what you're saying. But you can only go on these recent games leading up to it. And Max, again, surprised everybody based on his lineup, his formation, and everything. They come out of the gate. The fact that they didn't score more than one goal in the first half is not on Max. That's on those guys. Yeah. This game was set up for them to win. In the second half, sure, we weren't as fired up and going there. But can you honestly motivate a guy like Paredes when you can't get him to run up next to a guy and just take a foul to shut things down? Is it bench. on Max that between three defenders, they can't figure out to foul the next guy and shut the whole play down when they only got two forwards to deal with? Is it up to Max to tell Sandro to yell to Bremer, hey, you got left shoulder. Make sure you got that covered and don't jump on that banana. Like, there's fucking a ton of things here. Like, it, this is a different game. If this team can just fucking execute and see it through. And we could speculate all day about what he says in the dressing room, what's going on at training sessions, but it's only that. It's only speculation. All I'm saying is, in my personal opinion, I watch this team. It's not 100% to me that another manager comes in and does miles better 
than Max. I wouldn't that's say all Miles, I'm saying. But based on this roster, that's all I'm saying. It's, it's a shit roster. Well, I'll say it. I think we can all agree to that. I mean, I mean there's been a couple three, lineups months. this season that could be argued for the worst lineups Juve's ever played. Think about that for a second. And Think about the fact that you're going to have some guys leaving in the summer and based on the financials and whatnot, we might be replacing them with young guys or guys come back from a load that might not like this is not going to get better quick, but I'm saying there's been a couple rosters this season, some lineups, some starting 11s that could be argued for the worst ever guys. Most were during the Champions League. <laughs> so we're talking about Champions yeah. League. We're talking, we don't, we don't have the depth. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. Do I agree with how the approach is? No. I don't. But do I think another coach all of a sudden has us ripping in Champions League? Absolutely not. No. no. Absolutely not. He, Let's I think it was too here. late anyways because the time we could have changed, which was after that Monza loss, we were already out. No? So, I mean. Yeah. Now, it, for everybody yeah. that wants to pick the Ten Hag changes for Man U and, and situ- yes, you can find a lot of coaching changes that mm. sparked things. You can also find a lot that fell flat on their faces. Yeah. Like United are not a. There's evidence for everything. Chelsea. There's Chelsea. evidence oh for everything. Fucking Chelsea. At the Open end of the day, this is how I personally feel. And I'm going to leave this for you guys to discuss. We're going to start with Anth. But for me, at Juventus, the standard has to be higher for the players because this is not fucking Salernitana. I don't want a coaching carousel. And these players need to be called out at some point as well. Because enough is enough. When you're not showing the balls to get in there on opportunities that you need to fucking fight for that thing, especially in European play, I'm sorry. This is not Salernitana. I don't want us going through coaches next week, every week, every week. At some point, these guys got to man up. Ant? Yeah, a lot of changes coming this summer, hopefully, especially with all the investigations, everything coming up. And I look at... Possibly they could be getting rid of Max. I I don't see it based on everything I'm hearing behind the scenes, but uh, a lot of players are going to be going out. I think uh, the management team may have an idea, yeah, Omar, of the type Always. of players they want to bring in. Hopefully, it's the players that that Al's talking about. You know, they're going to pull up their nuts. I believe he used and get into tackles. Give your balls a tug. Squeeze, squeeze them fucking nuts. Find those like Pirlo told Chiesa to do, and then uh, lo and behold, we fucking won. There you go. So damn coach, right there. We just got it. We got to ride this wave to the summer, man. I we do. We do. Go, Daniel. Go. You're right, Anth. You're 100 right. But to be somewhat realistic, I don't see it being a big change this summer. If this, if these minus fifteen points stand and another and whatever the hell happens, who the hell's gonna want to come? What? How are you gonna recruit players? Great point. And that's and that's maybe, very worrisome. Maybe just maybe Great that's what point. we need, guys. Because how many look look at this shit show management wise? Like until Kirubini came in, look at what we were like. Look at the quality of players we still have. I think a cleanup is. Freaking needed. We need a damn like apocalypse. To, we got to get it. First of all, we got to get Rugani, Sandro, and MDS out of this but, club. Yes, how it's easier to there? get rid of the. Sure, you want to get rid of the players, but how are you going to replace them if no one wants to come here? If we're, you know, barely hanging on the CDA. I got to clarify this too, because people might be taking this the wrong way. I'm not saying by any means don't fire the coach or don't make a coaching change. I'm just saying there are clear and obvious 
shortcomings beyond the coach at yeah. Juventus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you want to think back to the two coaches prior, think about this. Think about this, everybody. Get over it. Think about it's this. Get the over it. the same guys you were complaining about Take it then. Easy up there. Okay. Same guys you were complaining about then that struggle in attack, that make bad decisions, that make a lot of errors. It's the same fucking guys. Mm-hmm. So to fire everything at max when it comes to roster. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm not with it because we've been complaining about the same guys for years and they're but, still around. And some of these guys are still making brutal errors. Okay. But he's accountable. Again, because we, I'm not we, against making a coaching change. I'm just saying there's a bigger, bigger issue that needs to be cleaned up. Everybody. Yep. Bigger I mean, issue. I, my, my only last touch on that is that it is Max's second season. If this was his first last year, we always said, give him time, give him a transfer window. He got that. Now I think he's he's got no more excuses. This There's only so much you could do in the in the transfer market, but if you're telling me he had no say in bringing Paredes or sending out Cambiaso, I, I don't believe you for a second. So like some things he is accountable for. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But this is a whole thing. It's not just always the coach. No, the, like, like he's stuck with Sandra, right? Up, and if, if he's not doing it ultimately... He's victim based on the seat he's chosen because it always, shit always goes downhill, but it starts at the top and it's going to start with him. Okay. And it does. So he's going to take the, uh, the main blame and whatever. And you know what? Honestly, it's two years in, he's been uh, feeding lines before in interviews when he didn't have the job saying six months is all it should take to get your ideas through. Well, Max, you're well beyond that. So you should have had your ideas come through is what it is Yikes. but uh, i'm not against a coaching change but yesterday's game was set up for these players to win and they failed miserably let's mm-hmm. be honest here that was set up to be a win nance did nothing formation wasn't a problem setup wasn't a problem the guys flat out couldn't get this team beat mm-hmm. is there anything you guys would have changed yesterday in hindsight yeah like, like, let's say player-wise, because I don't honestly, I don't think you did anything wrong yesterday. Paredes should not be starting for this team. Yeah, I, I didn't do though. Yeah, yeah you I can. don't. No, and I told you. Should have like, kept Rovella. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it's if you want to rest Loca, do it in a game where it's not going to cost you European football. Like, I mean, this, well, this, this game, this game didn't cost us European leg, football. It, it might have. Loca's going to play this, start the second leg. Oh, you better yeah. be fucking better. But it's, it might be too late by then, is what I'm saying. No, we could have won. It's 1 1. We didn't how do you know that? How do you know that one and player could have won? Even Paredes, Paredes wasn't the reason this ended up in a draw. I made a mistake on that play. He should have just run up to the guy and fouled him. But regardless, even that is. But for me, Paredes can't start on this team. I, yes, I agree. It also doesn't help now. Maretti's out, so like you have one less guy in the midfield to come in. And of course, yeah. So use him so as a hurts. sub, but nothing more. No, but you also he comes in. He comes in for Fajoli instead of Kostic, or 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 even Paredes doesn't start. You pay Fajoli there. Like you have different options there. Also, I would have liked to see Illing come in instead of Kostic or Sule. Yeah, I just because see, I wanted to see him. I yeah. like the way he plays. He's not afraid to attack defenders. He's not. A, he can run. He can move. He can play the ball. Like yeah, I think it just would have given on. us a different dynamic up the flank. Um, but other than that, like <laughs> that, what, yeah, this is saying something that wasn't yeah. actually his best, and that says how I don't know. Is. 
And I, I just, I don't think there's a huge amount of changes that you could no. have really made. Right. We went over no, the no. starting lineup based on everybody's available. That's yeah. I mean, I think it, it okay. is what it is. It is, it, it's brutal. If based you guys on how that choose... first half, sorry, based on how the first half went, I, I didn't have an issue with the changes. In hindsight, mm-hmm. I would have brought Locatelli in five that minutes half. earlier, but the game wasn't, the game didn't need that change. Yes. Yeah. You were dominating up until yeah. yeah. Didn't need it. Again. So, right. so he yeah. did nothing wrong yesterday in that sense. We we can't and put then, it on him. Or well, this he did one start MDS. And that's, <laughs> that's all I'm more, saying. That's is that, you know what? That's all it is. There's been a few games. <laughs> I love there's been change. several games this season where I've put it down to execution and these guys. This was it. This is also another one to chalk up to that list. Yes, you have a bunch that are in the max folder. But there's mm-hmm. quite a few on the players' folder too. Mm-hmm. But when I see these guys show no green to, that's where it fucking ends for me. While man. we're playing at a full stadium, got to be 150. Yeah, Pedin yeah. and goal. There were shouts that Chesney needed to make the one stop. He had to. I don't blame. I him for I, I, I did bring that up. Anything to weigh in on? What that? was he gonna I, do? No, I brought it up in our chat because I feel like he didn't. He knew he had to come out. He did not, and he went low. I didn't like that, but I mean, I don't think Pedin could have done better. So I won't shit on him. I just think that was he could have done better. I think he could have I mean, came out more. If it was Donnarumma, maybe, but I don't see any No, I don't put it on him, but I think he maybe could have done something different. That's that's my mistake. Well, like a cartwheel out there to try and like cover. Yeah, like you know how the hockey goalies are just throw their legs that? up in the air. Like I expected that kind of thing. Like what like like what I don't get it. I, I think he came out late. That's all I'm saying, guys. I don't think it was the reason we he scored. I just think the finish wasn't great. I think if he came out more, he could have covered more of his net. I mean, well, I think he came thought. out late because he was maybe thinking that Bremer could still Bremer get, there get there and recover. Once so he saw it. that slip, though, And I if think, he comes out too mm. far and then Bremer does recover, maybe they fucking... I don't know, man. It's... It's a bang bang play. Yeah, no, it's a it's a quick it's a quick play. But if, I'm not if he comes out earlier, though, he can easily be chipped. And that's why Bremer. Plays. This is what happens once Bremer slips. He's got to go to the net. He's not making that cut. So that means Chesney's got to come out. That's how I saw it play out. But only after I replayed it during that live right. moment, you don't like it happens yeah. quick. Well, you don't but expect again. This is not gonna this is not gonna change the game. I didn't think it would have. I think Ramos is trying to fire things up here and just trying to get. Uh, Luca set up there. It's oh, I'm I'm giving them strike cards, man of the match. So check out our gear. Obviously, I'm rocking the Del Piero there, uh, Principino, uh, Schmedium there on Lucci. Oh, if you guys, uh, oh, Ants even rock. Oh yeah, the old school, 1897. Watch your now, beard there. You almost check it out. It's in our merch store. Uh, it also <laughs> helps support the channel. We thank you guys. Take a second, like the video while you're here. If you're new to the channel, subscribe. But guys. Let's get into this. Uh, if you had to name man of the match for this one for Juve, who is it in your opinion? Anthony, who do you give your man of the match to? Di Maria. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, Luca? Yeah. Want to give it to I, Tech? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, do it, you son of a bitch. Do it. No, no. Di Maria was like, I'm trying to think maybe Sandro didn't have a, oh, Sandro. Danilo didn't have a terrible game. But yeah, no, Di Maria was our standout player. Yeah, it wasn't There's even no close, else. man. He had like I got shots uh, on Di Maria. Um, shout out for Rabio from Jeremiah. I do think Rabio was pretty hard, though. But uh, if I'm. Jeremiah, okay, get, you know what? I'll just say it. 
a few of those instances were Rabio where he needed to get stuck in. Yep. And uh, yep. there's yeah, a couple opportunities soft. that I would want a midfielder to just absolutely step into the thing and hit the damn ball. But again, no go. Um, Chiesa gets a few shouts for man of the match. Um, guys, we got a shout from for Fajoli, and in the watch along, there was a lot of people frustrated with Fajoli's play in the live watch along. How did you guys think Fajoli played in that game? Not and? one of his best games, in my opinion. I didn't think so. I don't know. He didn't do. Yeah, he didn't do when much. He got, when he got subbed off, I saw somebody put on the Matrix that. Or sorry, Twitter that uh, that he uh, like he was Come upset. He, he was, was upset yeah. when he, he came threw his shin pad or something. Yeah, because he and... made a big mistake and he knew it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I saw it. Yeah. yeah if you so. take that Thanks, mistake Luke. out of the equation, I though, I think he was pretty crucial to making yes. Di Maria work. Yes, big in time. how he was dropping off because that's mm-hmm. what he was doing. He was essentially he just kept an option for Decilio on the right, and he also. Kept yep. that D line back so that Di Maria could drop off yep. and sure. have that room to work with. So, in in a in a sense, he did his job and he did his job very well because Di Maria was very effective. He's everybody's man of the match. He's allowed that freedom because of Fajoli sacrificing himself. Bingo. Fair. So, Fair to but... me, Fajoli did his job. Um, it just sucks that his literally his only mistake that game got turned on us but just, uh yeah just, i don't yeah. think he had a a bad game by any means yeah he, he did his job he did his job we're gonna get storm the barn everybody get your storm the barn questions in now we do have some coming in we're gonna get to right now in my opinion oh. gasparini is the right candidate italian tactically right good great with young players doesn't <laughs> need really high profile players to get good results is he an ideal coach for next three years I have said this for Gasparini for years. In my personal opinion. Clown show. I don't know because the expectations at Atalanta are far different than they are at Juventus. And I'm not so sure he's the right guy. And I think all his players are on the juice. And that's the only reason they do well. Because when they leave Atalanta, they suck. Uh, it's very Except for last part was though. a joke, but honestly, um, I'm not sold on Gasparini, guys. I'm not big fan, of, big fan of uh, Bickram. You know, he's here every show, <clears> you know, but, big love for Bickram, big love for Don't Bickram. G, ask yes. that question. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and Gasparini are not. Gaspar- the is there anybody on here that would make the argument for Gasparini? No, uh, not. I mean, no, I'm, Try, not, against, I'm not against him, but I don't love him, you know, like. I, it's like when Pirlo got picked. Like I wasn't, I was like, okay, I see the plus side, but I also Pirlo know back. the negative. I think, yeah, but that's not my. That's not the conversation we're having. I'm just saying that that's. Yeah, no, no, no. Gasparini. Gasparini's I mean, at I, the bottom. I of the see what he, Bikram's trying to say is that he is. Oh, look at all. Oh, look at Omar over here. Yeah, Omar. I feel like Omar would argue because for what the situation might be, guys. Like if we do our, if we are just stuck with young players and we need them all to be Italian, then maybe Gasparini is a good shout. But I still think, like Al said, he. He makes it work in his team, and then once they leave, they, they basically stink. I mean, so I don't know what what the catch is. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna bring Gasparini, might as well just keep Max at that point. Uh, uh, no. uh, so let's change the question. I'm to with this. you, Lucci. Thanks. Keep Max, bring Gasparini, and if it was between the two, 
I'm keeping Max. It, really? Finances aside, I think that's Bedini, just because I don't want Max anymore. It's like I taking Biden over point, Trump. It's just because keep, I don't want Trump. You can't keep a coach, though. Like, <laughs> You can keep Max over Gasparini. That's well, yeah, you could. Of course you could. But if could. if it was gun to your head and you, is between say, making guess. a change for Gasparini or keeping Max, I don't know if we can keep I Max. would even load the gun and hold it myself and still pick Max. <laughs> do, you, do you, like, turn the chambers, too, or do you just, like, yeah. load it and it's fire? It's interesting because... when we get oh, into yes. uh, the coaching change. It's funny. Everybody wants to change it. Then oh, all of a sudden, it's you, Come on. Like, Dell's saying easy, Gasp. Easy on Gasp. Okay, yeah. so let's get to the next one. Michael Arazzo coming in here. Remember when Allegri was telling me he could do a better job than oh, Pirlo and Sadi? Just funny, he's had more time and doing worse. Thoughts on the I clown? Okay, let's go like I this. I love it. Uh, I, I want to. I hate this. I think I... we can alter this question to something maybe. Uh... Clownery. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, that's the sport that Lou does on the weekends. If Max had his team healthy, this is the first mm. question I'm going to spin off of this one. If Max had his team healthy. And let's say there was no investigation in here. Do we do much better than where we're at right now? Quick fire answers. Come on. No. We're closer to Napoli in second place. I'm with Anthony. Yeah. Do we still qualify out of the Champions League group if he had everybody fit from the top of the goal? Oh. No. Uh, I would style say barely. doesn't work in Europe, man. I don't think – I still don't think this is a Champions League team. I, I, I think you could have made, I think you made second. I this, think is a, made this is a Serie A team. I don't interesting, think interesting. Interesting. Now going back round, to uh Pirlo season, does Max do better with that team? No. And no. everything Pirlo no. had to endure. No. Ronaldo would be playing left wing back for, for <laughs> God's sakes. <laughs> it's yeah, mostly no. the same. Did Ronaldo players, have minus. his best season under Max though, out of all his no. years at UA? No, Pirlo's season Pirlo. was his best. Or Saudi season. Was it Saudi or Pirlo? Was it? Yeah, I thought the, Max he had the most goals. Well, under Max. You got top score with Quadrado, Quad, with Quadrado. It was under Pirlo. They were those two were no. unstoppable. Oh. Yes, yes. Only Quadrado. two Quadrado assists amounted to Ronaldo goals. But that season he had like eighteen. Yeah, all in those total. assists that was with. I Pirlo. think he had twenty-one total under Sorry. Max. It okay. wasn't with Max. That's all that matters. Because I first think it Max, was. No, no, I no. I think no. Ronaldo finished with twenty-one. Anyway, somebody could check it. Whatever. But Tony, anyways. you're gonna go do a check that right now. I'm working on it. There we go. See. So you think Basel, he does? Man. You think Max does worse in in Pirlo's season with that team? Yes, because there's so many new young players. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. 100%. Interesting. Storm the barn questions. The spinoffs here. Let's get to like, another one. Oh my one. god, we would have gotten Kiza if it was Max there. I think. Good point. Good point. If we have to begin a full reset new project, who are five players we sell? Sell, not not let go free. Jeez. Sell. Well, the tough thing is, do we have five? Uh, <laughs> Like and that's okay. the, that's the scary part. Yeah. Okay. You'd so be let's selling start. Vlaovic, Chiesa, no, 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 no. like Locatelli, Miretti, Fagioli. These are outside of that. You don't have a high Realistically, value. Realistically, hold on, Antko. Uh, so the 2018-19, that's Max season. Hmm. Twenty-one goals in thirty-one games. This is Ronaldo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next season is Saudi. Saudi. Yep. He had thirty-one goals, so ten more. <laughs> And then the next season with Pirlo, uh, Pirlo he had 29 goals. So God damn it. Max got slapped. There you go. That Max got slapped there. Yeah. Okay, so back to this. If we're going to go from front to back of players that actually have value, still on contract, we can sell, we could go through this list and be realistic here. So I if you want to – I'm starting with Chesney. We could sell him. Yeah. 
I would agree with that. He's got value. I mean, he Why needs to sell five players to make money, dog. Chesney, Rugani. Okay. Um, or two mil. So we're, and again, so we're I go him. back to my point at the start of this question. The five you will pick to sell will have zero value and nobody's I buying. I think Voyage has some value, but there's other guys you got to make that choice. Like, shit, so like, we're getting rid of uh, 10 players. Chesney would have some value. Chesney would, would have, have some value. Little bit of Costage, value. I think you, you might have to sell Costage. Rugani ain't no. nobody really going to give you much. Costage, could, you can maybe zero. make a decent sale. The young I'd guys say, might have some value. I'd say you'd probably have to, to, to axe either Keen or Vlaovic. It's not final on uh, those guys that are coming back, though. So, Zakaria would be a sale. McKinney would, would be a sale. sale. Yeah. So, Arthur, those Rubella. are some guys you got to move. And then it comes down um, to can we sell yeah, them? It's, yeah. That's a tough question because we still have to see where the dust settles, everybody. And how much very, money very tough to make. What are the repercussions if we lose to Nance next week? Ooh. How disappointed will you guys be? Liver oh, damage. Okay, well, obviously, we know the repercussions. Mental breakdown. Uh, it how much all money comes do down we lose? to uh, Coppa Italia, mm. a two-leg tie against the Snakes to uh, get into that final to win that to at least ensure Europa League next season. Um, yeah, we know the repercussions. I don't even want to talk about not getting the job done next week, so I'm not even going to go any further into that Damn right now, to be honest. You guys up. can discuss uh, right now for a bit while I go to the next door in the barn. I mean, what do you guys think? You're losing out on some money, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you don't make it to the next round, but right. and it's critical. Sales. We oh. have to go through. Yes, Correct. we have to win. Correct. Yeah, we, we have, have to go through. Like, we yeah, have that's... to get by Nance. Yes. Um, indeed. Like, like, like be disappointed. Like, yeah, you should be. You should be. Yes. Yes. Why the hell but, would you be though? Would I be mad? Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, no, I'd be more I, upset that my bet doesn't hit than uh, them actually losing. Again, so, you guys you with your damn... Oh, my God, you guys. Stop <laughs> you guys, betting shit. No now, passion listen, for this. It's all about Of money. course we're going to be joking, upset. Of course. I'm pissed about yesterday, for Christ's sake, because... And it was a draw. What are we doing? What? That's a draw that felt like a loss. You're at yeah. home. We continue yep. to miss the mark when we need to get the job done. So, yeah. But to, me, so hang on. to me... Wait, hang on. To me... All Please. season everyone says this team stinks we're not good enough and then we do something like this and everyone's like what are we doing i'm not surprised like i'm not yeah, yeah, yeah but we we are the guy stunk hang on luca can you let me finish a fucking point for like no. for once today no shit no. we've stunk in knockout matches for half a decade so i don't even i'm not even surprised like i don't even know why people are like burn the whole place down this is it's the day after like we we've been talking about this the day after knockout games for four years sad so i'm used to it sad but true that's so yeah. accurate yep. sad but i'd be disappointed true. maybe a little bit and i'm with lucci i'd be more disappointed in the money i lose on the bets that the stupid maybe, bets i'd make maybe on don't bet on actually going through while well, we're we're buying go ahead Luca. show some love dog go ahead anyways Luca, Luca go on your point now that somebody's finished let's go I forgot what my point. Hey, Amazing how that happens. <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. Okay. No, uh, and because thing is, Aunt, yes, the team stinks, but you're the first one to say the other team stinks too. So, pick mm-hmm. one. That's my anger now. Like, everyone, not everyone. They're stinks. not mutually exclusive. They can both happen at the same time. That is accurate. So, who stinks more? I mean, they can both stink equally. 
that's not true. Then, oh, it's true. Yes, there was a draw. So that's technically, yeah. So here's Jeremiah coming in, and this is a good little follow-up to what Anthony's going with. If we're dealing with this, do, First time do we have to hashtag. drop our expectations? Yes, absolutely. They're already pretty low, yeah. so. That's why I put money on a Nats win yesterday. And you still lost. Because <laughs> I had though, that's how low my that? expectations on, are man. for Europe. They're no, way out here. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, highlight this for everybody. Because I gave him shit for that bet yesterday. But yeah, don't don't bet he on. He actually covered him. it because he still had Juve to win. So, but I didn't anyways, take a draw. Um, but both, yeah, both. Never bet on off. your favorite team. That's rule number one. I've That's never bet on any teams yeah. I follow two, other than the Azzurri. On... Only team that I bet on at Euros, and I broke my rule and I won it. But I Lots never bet on my teams. That, that, now, that's painful. Should we drop expectation? I mean, I think that's happened naturally. And mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to everybody in the chat right now because you guys, we we always get hyped about? up and we get pumped up for these games. And you see the predictions and everything. And when we always break it down, it's the same thing. You know, we, we're, we're, I think we're hopeful in our predictions and everything like that. We just eventually snap out of this. But the reality continues to set in and it's highlighted in the fact that we've been mismanaged for how long now? And long. we've been struggling in Europe for how long now? Too long. We, Five years. It, it, it continues to come back. We continue to get these mm -hmm. reality checks. So as far as the expectations, I think us as fans need to realize that this team is not what it was coming out of this decade of dominance. And that, yeah, the guys that are in charge, number one, you actually have one group that isn't even there right now. There's a management team that's not even there and a sporting director that's not there. The problem with that, because I do have a problem with that, because while I do have a problem with it, I also don't in the sense that how are we going to get a sporting director when half of our candidates have jobs already right now? Yeah, that's not going to get settled until the season's end, right? Mm -hmm. How are we going to get guys working on deals currently right now when yeah. we don't even know what's going to come out of this investigation and these penalties? There's so much uncertainty <clears throat> right now that this is why I say, everybody, buckle up, strap on those seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride till season's end. But we're not going to get the answers that we need until the dust settles everybody and that's the reality but as far as the expectations go as a fan we'll always hope and we'll always uh give the guys the benefit of doubt and hope that they snap out of this and they start playing uh but we're gonna spread our money out a little bit though in the, meantime. the evidence is there and did you predict the loss yesterday it is what it is, guys. We are, we have been, and we are still a large work in progress. Yeah. We can all make a claim that maybe the guy no, that's in charge of this project right now is not getting it done. But the players themselves have, uh, I think, let themselves down grossly too. And uh, it's all to be put together. And right now, in the summer, it's going to be up to finding the right guys that can put it together. What else is there left to say that we haven't tackled? Like, like the video. <laughs> yeah. Like the video. Like the Thanks. video. Subscribe. But guys, it? we're not going anywhere one way or another. I mean, we're in this together. We're going to ride it out. And uh, some fans out there 
and I'm never going to tell anybody. And I always give people shit out there that try to tell fans. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's not even here. I, and mean, I will say this. I mean, <laughs> I give people shit otherwise. out there on social media all the time for telling other fans how <clears throat> to feel, how to act, how to, Uh-oh. like, I'm so against that. There is no level of fandom, okay? You ch- mm. you act, you feel however you feel, and that's fine. Mm. You have your opinions, that's great. Okay, I'm all for that. Um, there is a point where I think some of us can be a little spoiled, and even myself at times, based on what mm. we came out of from that decade of dominance and just expecting us to be at this crazy level and i think sometimes our expect our expectations are a little unrealistic with where we've come based on uh the mismanagement we have to just realize that there's been some bad bad business for too many years for it to just be snapped out of immediately do we all feel that this team on paper is capable of much more yeah, I think I think they can be capable much more, but I'm not so sure it's a large deal more. You mm-hmm. know, I, I'm so not. Let, then that's what I was getting to on the show with Max and everything. I'm not so sure another guy comes in here and if I everybody's healthy this. from the start, maybe it's different for Max too. Try different okay. things out earlier. Get to a different point earlier. Like have Pogba, who's a game breaker, actually play. But Pogba, oh. <laughs> Don't get Lucci started. Give that guy steroids but and just start It is him what it week. is, man. It is like, what it I'll is. See, but I'll it see is you there, Pogba. A guy like if you took Pogba out of the equation and you signed somebody else in the summer, again, this is part of us, our mentality. And yes, I'm talking to you, Lucci, as a fan, because <laughs> who the hell do you get in the summer that is on on the pitch as quality as Pogba? Anyone on no the pitch would have helped at this point, man. At least they would have been there. A player's best ability is more than Paredes, but that wouldn't be a game breaker, and we would be in what? the Probably same not. mess we're in right now. That, that is up. my point. Nope. We can all sit here and say, "Oh yeah, you know what? We shouldn't assign Pogba." But guess what? Sturaro would have been great because he's available. Sturaro's not making a game change to Juve. Oh, Thomas maybe. Rincon's not making a game change to Juve. We had. Zero I mean, money, I mean, everybody. be realistic here, Al. You're comparing Pogba's ten million to Rincon and Stroll. No, Lucci. Let's be realistic. I'm challenging you to tell me a player who would have come in and had an impact. Well, that changes okay, the, the season. So, for us. okay. So then you got to compare the money you're spending on Pogba compared to someone else. You can't just oh, let's compare Pogba and Rincon with and that's... zero sale finances, Lucci. So again, yeah. take yeah. that ten yeah. mil salary. Tell me this game breaker at 10 mil that comes in. Does it? He's not a game breaker if he's not playing. It doesn't matter. Again, Lucci, give me a game breaker you're, that so comes in. So you're telling me not keeping Rovella would have made a difference? You're telling me Rovella has us qualified in the Champions League and higher than listen, second place in Serie Listen Syria. it this way. Take it this way. If you keep Rovella, and sure, you want to sign Pogba, that's fine. But you don't spend money on Paradez and you use that money to buy someone else. You have everyone available. Take that seven million on Paredes. Show me another game breaker for I'm, seven mil. I'm sure you could find someone. <coughs> a game breaker. I'd love to see this maybe, game breaker maybe, at seven maybe mil. Maybe you keep Dybala. Maybe Luca's right. 
Oh, Holy the same Dybala that you thrashed exactly. all last year. This is I'm getting not, interesting. I'm not oh. saying I would have done it. I'm just saying it's a... It, Stop and, it, man. man. We had no, no money. You're delusional. You're delusional. We had no Pogba money. We played three-fourths of the season and you're we sticking We had up no money. Exactly. So spend that money on someone who's going to be available. But don't act like Rovella's coming in to change yeah. the world, man. What I wanted Rovella here, too. made a bigger too, difference Because Rovella shouldn't have been denied his simple. chance to grow in terms of the project. But to put... Rove what did you say earlier in this show, Lucci? You said don't put 19-year-olds <clears throat> in positions where everything's on their shoulders. But here you are trying to feed me That's that different. Rovella's going to be the game breaker and he's going to be the one that is this guy that says it's through. It's not all in line. That's what I'm saying. It's not all in line and it's way too easy to shit on management. But you have to realize their hands are tied, man. They had no fucking money. That's a reason you got Di Maria in there. It's a reason you got Pogba in there. Bottom line. Well, Di Maria's worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he's worked out. Fine, but we he's had no green, money. Yeah, I will agree with you that Paredes shouldn't have come in and Rovella comes in. But if you're trying to tell me that Rovella grossly changes the outset of this season, I'm going to disagree with you. That's all. That's all. And I, I want to get back to Michael's point here. Damn it, I lost it. Where'd it go? There it How is. How did you lose it? Oh, yeah, I, I found it. Juventus isn't a mid table team. We are in second place with 15 well, points. More. When's Those points are coming, coming back, by the way. I'm just saying, yeah, right now, it's. I don't, looking... think, I don't think any of us think Juventus is in sit again in Serie A. We are not a mid table team. Yes. I just don't think we're good enough. System wise, player wise, for Europe. But his question for is: City, Do you yeah, I think we're accept it? That's the question. Uh, I don't based accept on it. The, the players that we have. Yes, I accept that we are a mid table team. Uh, I'll never sorry, accept uh, that. Serie A uh, top four team. The, the back of my jersey. So then, so then no. Place. Those points are coming back. Those points are coming back. Anyways, <clears throat> the debate's amazing. Sort of. Lucci, I love you. Whatever. Yeah. We can disagree. It's can all good. I Fabulous debates there, Vito. Okay, I'm glad you guys love it. Everybody here, fight, fight, fight. Luca was getting fired up. This is our actually group chat, didn't interrupt, basically. which was this shocking. Is exactly, yeah. I, I, but it's good stuff. Chat. It's good stuff. Listen, I just again, we can sit here and hindsight's 2020, but I don't see any other moves My we could have done. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But just mm. we need the freaking guy to be available. It's just it, that's what it, I it's know. Simple. It, I know. Just and that part, him with that something part and like sucks. But I just I don't see anything else we could have done that. Do you not think they would have if they could have done something differently? Like if they had money to splash on an actual sale rather than get the freeze. Do you not think they would have? I think there was there was more to to it than just performance. You gotta look at the marketing aspect too. Pogba with the 10, that's Uh, money coming in too. Guys, it's the Ronaldo effect in that sense. You gotta look at sales and shit. I think there's more to it than just his performances. I think that's, that's uh, a big I, part So of it. even in your argument there, Luca, in terms of marketing, I still say that they didn't make that solely on a marketing standpoint. They they literally, I don't think, had the money to splash on actual purchases. And I don't. No one expected him to break his knee on the first thirty minutes of play. Like that just What's that's just a world so thing. We had to pay. pay so that. the deal that got finalized this that. season was Locatelli's, right? So <laughs> Locas got finalized next season. Is it next season that we finalize Vlaovic's? Vlaovic's uh, gets finalized. He was, next a, he was a one year 
So this time last January. Chiesa's right? got finalized what just previously? Yes. Because yeah. So two end of ago. last season is when Chiesa's got finalized. Like, so we Chiesa got no money. Locatelli finalized. We still have to finalize Vlaovic. We picked up Bremer in the off season, which was <clears> probably <throat> the big splash because we had to deal with Delic, right? Yeah. I don't see any other moves, guys. Uh, that's what that's what I'm saying. When Luca's saying we're gonna get rid of all these players and bring in a whole bunch, like we're not. I didn't gonna say we're we'll bringing in. Anyone. I and I have... agree with you there, Lucci. That's why I said buckle up, everybody. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. Anyways, <laughs> we get pretty fired up, pretty heated here. We're gonna wrap things up there. Um, it's like me causing it. But geez, we're still recording. Oh Is God. everybody looking forward to get back into it on Sunday? Because we're <laughs> gonna do it all over again on Sunday against Spezia. I mean... We have no Bremer for that one as he's suspended, but Bonucci is slated uh, to be into the lineup uh, for Spezia. Oh, oh no! Good. Oh, grief. take it. <laughs> oh. Take it easy, guys. Bonucci, see. see what happens. It's Spezia. The funny thing was, I was calling this in anticipation of a win against Nantes, but I said, "Hey, Spezia could be that banana peel game." What do you guys it's, think? Is it going to be a banana peel game on oh, Sunday? Oh, yeah. That's a must 100%. win. Simply yeah. have one to no, win. One nothing win, we park the bus. It's going to be an Allegri one. I Typical Allegri one nothing I win. I would agree. Yeah. Not looking yeah. forward to it, but I agree. I think yeah. this game, I think the game yesterday's game pissed off a lot of the boys. Hopefully. But, have they, but they haven't been able to react in that Wait, manner. So that's why we have to. Who's suspended? Over. Bremer? Yeah. Let's see. So, yeah, Bremer's out. Yeah, so Benucci slated to he's come in. Uh, we should get some rotation. Him. Maybe Locatelli starts uh, against Spezia because um, he didn't start against Nats. We'll hey, see. Lucci, Monday's a holiday for us. So if the game's that bad, we can just get True, wasted you, and sleep yes. in on Monday. I want to leave you guys on one thing. Do you follow this up in the same setup <laughs> that you saw against Nats? Sorry, can huh? you repeat that? Do yeah. we like continue in the same setup we saw against Nats? As in 4-3-3? In. More of that 4-3-3. Uh, yes, three midfielders you and your trident. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yes, mm. except look at no, no, I don't think so. I, I think the th- you don't the have trident. Bremer. Yeah, but uh, the trident. I don't think you you don't need you don't need to attack Spets. Yeah, they're not the team that's defensive like Nantes. That they might actually come to us. So I think I, I'm with Ants. Go with the th- I'd say go back to your no, three five Spezia two. They just can their coach. They got a new coach coming. Exactly. So anything should. So you work. don't know how they're gonna play. Is what I'm I, getting I at. I still think yeah. they'll be shittier than Nance, but I. Uh, I don't know. Coaches don't usually make uh, that drastic a change. Like they'll, he'll they'll just follow up what was there before until he finds what he wants to do, right? But in Syria, I mean, the three-five-two works. They usually so have far. a stimulus, though, like an energy about them, right? And that kind of changes it. It won't be easy. We don't make anything easy for ourselves, but I expect the victory for sure. And I would continue four-three-three. Yes, I agree. <laughs> On that note, everybody. Hey. Ugly, ugly Thursday for Juve. We move on. We'll be back on the weekend. Match day live on Sunday. Watch along on Sunday. Post-match pod on Monday. As always, one day at a time, one game at a time. Fino alla fine. Forza Juve. Ciao a tutti.